What's good, y'all? It's Poppin'. Welcome back to another episode of the We Hate Sports Podcast, episode 135. I'm the moderator, Desi, and as always, I hope everyone has had a great weekend weekend. This week's episode is pretty jam-packed, so let's go ahead and just get introduced to the rest of the crew, starting with our two hosts, PC. If you hear thunder and lightning outside, um, no, that's not my turbulence. There's like a storm going on right now. Um, but yeah, my name is PC. Welcome to We Hate Sports Podcast. Uh, just quick pre-promo for We Ate More Sports Podcast. We had Dog on. We had Johnny Sog. It's all as hell on the episode this past week. Yeah. Be careful out there. I know y'all lucky. Y'all happy. Y'all getting rain. Because Texas, we ain't seen rain in dang near two months. So enjoy while you can. Uh, peace, uh, TK? All right. So, well, ladies and gentlemen, like you said, it's your boy TK. I need the listeners to understand. It's not thundering and lightning. PC... I'm going to tell them the truth. All right. PC had some Taco Bell before the show started. He decided to eat two burritos and three tacos, and it's not working well with his stomach. So if you do hear quote unquote thunder and lightning, that is the food rumbling in his stomach and the gas coming out of his ass. I just need the listeners to understand that. PC, I'm not going to let you lie to the listeners. I just can't. Tolu, Tolu, we're, what did you just say, bro? Serious. Tolu, we're what not did serious. you Okay. All we are right. not you know serious. What? Tolu, I I didn't say nothing. What do you mean? You're, you're a, oh, whoa. Now we have Gianni. Like in PC Place, it's storming over here as well. It's raining like crazy. So, you know, let's hope it's a great night. And last but not least, Tolu. Episode 135, the amount of uh, children that Gianni has. I mean, this is very special to you, Gianni. I'm I'm pretty sure it's very special to you. But um, football season is almost here. I cannot wait. Man, it's going to be great. I can't wait for Desi's Bills to once again choke in the playoffs. I can't wait for PC's Eagles to make it to the Super Bowl and lose to my Baltimore Ravens. And I can't wait for TK's Broncos once again to not make the playoffs, even though they like, do you ever like stop and like think to yourself, Tolu, that you know maybe I'm I'm 27 years old, I still live in my mom's basement. Maybe I should stop <laughs> trolling 24 seven. Did you ever did that thought ever go in your head like once, like ever in your life? Oh, it every single time, every single time, bro. Every single time. You know, you know what else works every single time? You know what else? You know what else works every single time, Tolu? Indeed.com. I want you to go and put your resume <laughs> on there. Yeah, I make more money than you, buddy. Bro, I make more money. You don't than make right nothing. Now. You make I two make cents on this stuff. I make, make more money than you. On I make more money than you, buddy. I saw I the paycheck. I saw the page make that make two cents on TikTok, man. No, Come on. No, I make more money than you, but I make more money than you. All right, guys. Promise. All right, guys. Let's, let's, uh, Desi, this is where you know you step in and uh, you take over. All right, right bro. Starting to get personal. Okay. Let's go ahead and get into what we're going over this week. Starting off this week's episode will be three weekly questions. Um, a mini game of Would You Rather is coming in segment two. In segment three, PC has a sneaky question for the crew coming, so please stay tuned in for that. My personal favorite segment that is Hot Takes is coming in in segment four. And then lastly, one final word from our main co-host, PC, uh, with Cam's monologue. We, had a, we have a quite 
a few things to get into. But first, if you haven't already, please be sure to follow us on our socials at WHS underscore podcast on Instagram and Twitter slash X. I still have an update on my Twitter, so that's why I still say Twitter. Um, and at We Hate Sports, I jam together on TikTok and YouTube. Jumping right on into our first segment, let's jump right on into these questions. Question one. Which NFL team is more likely to win a playoff game this season? The New York Jets, they haven't won a playoff game since 2010. Or the Detroit Lions, they haven't won a playoff game since 1991. CK, your thoughts first. All right, so if I'm being biased, I'm going to sit here and I'm going to say the New York Jets because I think, honestly, for one, I'll kind of go on to on to lose side a little bit. It is kind of, I mean, Desi, it is kind of fun to troll you and your bills. I mean... Not as not as often as Tolu does it, you feel me? But sometimes, you feel me, it's nice to get a little troll off in a PC. Pull your shirt down, brother. Pull your shirt. Like, people are going to see this on the YouTube and the TikTok and everything. But, um, so, 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 yeah, so. Because we're all on camera and I'm looking at the... Tolu, shut up, please. Just shut up. So, um, so, yeah, so if I'm being biased, I'm going to say the Jets, like I said. But honestly, I guess I'm going to lean towards the Lions, personally, because I think that that think that the NFC is just so weak compared to the AFC and all the gauntlet that that, that teams are going to have to go through to just to even make the playoffs to make the to be one of the seven teams to make the playoffs in the AFC. I think the road to the playoffs is going to be a lot easier in the NFC. Um, I actually have the Lions as actually as one of the teams making the playoffs. Um, and because the NFC is so weak, I think depending on the matchups in the playoffs, I think the Lions have a legitimate shot of getting a win in the playoffs. Um, let's say they face the Saints or a team like the Vikings, even a team like the Cowboys, who we all know they just every time they get into the playoffs, they just choke. Um, so yeah, because of that reason, like I said, because the NFC is just so weak and it's not as tough as the AFC and what they're gonna have to go through just to, like I said, be one of the seven teams to make the playoffs. Um, I'm gonna go with the Lions. And um at the end of the day, I think both of these teams end up making the playoffs though. I'm gonna have to go with TK. The Lions are in the easier division. I feel like um I don't really feel like anyone else is um, above the lines, maybe the Niners, uh, the Eagles, obviously, in my opinion. I think they're probably the third or fourth best team in the NFC. The Jets, the AFC is just way too stacked. So, like, it, I feel like the Lions are just better built to win a playoff game in the weak NFC East than the Jets are in the AFC East because – it's it's debatable about the Jets and the Bills are like one two in the in the in their division. So I'm going with the Lions. I'm gonna be a little different because we know the Lions are gonna be in a much easier conference. But I feel like for the Jets, like to make the playoffs and then probably play it, let's just say they get the fifth seed and they play the Jaguars, for example. I know the Jaguars are a pretty good team, but I think if they match up with, with them mostly or with the Bills or, or Cincinnati, you know, you you will go against them, basically. But I feel like with the players and the team they have, they got a chance to, to surprise a team or two. I think the most li- unlikely team I think they beat is Kansas City. But everyone else, who knows? Because it's up in the air, I feel. And I don't know why, but I, I have a pretty strong confidence level toward them outside of kansas city i think they got a chance to to be everyone i feel it is not going to be easy of course because that conference is loaded it, it, I, i'm not sure if, um 
TK and Tolu saw my um, predictions earlier for the NFL. But it was, like, pretty stacked, everything. Like, it was pretty hard to make. I, it took me, like, like hour or so. Well, first of all, before I get into my answer, I just want to say, TK, I work very hard in this body in order to give you the tease that that uh, that the the listeners deserve to see. Okay, you know, I've been working. I've been working real hard on my body this past year. All right, so if you see a little bit of belly, all right, it's not the end of the world. Um, let me get into the answer though. Uh, I'm going to go with the lines because, like TK mentioned, NFC is wide open past the first two three seeds and. All things considering, the Lions stay healthy this year. I think not only can they come out of their own division, they could possibly come out of the of the wild card round. They can make uh, easy way into the divisional, depending on their matchup. Any team in the NFC South, they're beating easily. The NFC South is not going to be good this year. Um, in the NFC West, uh, there are you know two specific hitters in there that uh, I, I trust in, um, and then you have the NFC East, of course, you know with the Eagles and uh the giants and the cowboys uh so you know for the lions i just love the culture i love the energy that that team constantly brings to the table uh with dan kimball at the helm uh jared golf while he may not be the long-term answer he has certainly been a very good short-term answer um and this is a team that's you know picked up um, some solid pieces you know questionable on their selection but jameer gibbs and jack campbell they're going to be very key for the Lions going forward. Uh, so, you know, they hopefully get back uh, CJ Gardner Johnson. I know he got hurt uh, in like the first week of training camp. I don't know how long he was actually out for, um, but hopefully they get him back. If they stay nearly as consistent as they were last year, I think that the Lions will have a very good shot at winning at least one game this year in the, in the playoffs. Um, the Jets, as much as I appreciate Aaron Rodgers, you know, it's just going to be it's going to be a cesspool of, uh, you know, in the hunt teams, you know, constantly facing each other uh, week by week in the AFC. Like especially between weeks 13 and 18, every game is going to matter in the AFC, every single one. Um, so that's why I say the Lions over the Jets. But, you know, you're asking me the Jets. More specifically, Aaron Rodgers, I trust the most out of anybody in this question. But football's a team sport, so I say Detroit. Okay, yeah, I agree with all three of y'all. I, me personally, I've gotten a lot of criticism for taking Detroit out of their division. I do believe that they're going to win it. I really do believe that. They lost a lot of close games, including the game against my Bills on Thanksgiving. So, yeah, definitely going with them. And the Jets, to me, it's a whole new team new quarterback, all of that stuff. So and then of course my bills is in a division. So it's gonna be kind of tough making it out. Okay. Question two. Over this weekend in an NFL interview, Mike Evans said that he believes he's the best wide receiver in the NFL. During the interview, Evans said the following there are a lot of great players, but I'll take myself over everybody. Who is the best wide receiver in the NFL? Gianni, your thoughts first. In my opinion, the best wide receiver in, in football is Justin Jefferson. I feel like he is just amazing. He's, he has everything, basically. 
he makes the crazy catches. I'm not sure if you saw, you know, the, the catches he had, and especially against Desi's Bills. That that big giant, I think it was like a fourth down and 18 that they converted, and he just made a ridiculous catch that I don't know, like how he he made that. I, I don't know if any of you guys can explain how that he even made that catch, and seeing him, you know, the last two years or so too. I feel like he he's like the the best receiver in football. I, I just don't see you can you can make a debate of maybe who who could be the second third best receiver. I feel like Justin Jefferson right now is the best receiver in football. Until somebody claim, reclaims that or or take that away from him, I I just don't see it otherwise. All right, Gianni. In my guy's defense, he was a rookie. Okay, we, we got to teach him how to bat the ball down instead of trying to catch it. TK? Y'all going to think I'm crazy, but honestly, I'm going to say, I'm gonna have to say it's Cortland Sutton, bro. And, and just hear me out first, all right? No, I'm just playing. <laughs> all right, so, Gianni, I think, honestly, um, going with Justin Jefferson, that's a great answer, to be honest. Um, I, don't th- I really don't think there's really any wrong answers outside of, like, three guys. Um, but I'm going to go with Jamar Chase, bro. Um, I want people to understand at one point, Jamar Chase was dropping footballs in practice, bro. He was dropping footballs in training camp. And people literally were, they all remember when people were literally online calling him a bust before he even played his first NFL game, bro. Like, do y'all remember how bad how bad his drops were? Bro? When you went on Twitter and you went on ESPN and everything, they were talking, they were calling this man a bust, bro. So I need people to remember that, first of all. Honestly, we think of Jamar Chase, bro. There's nothing that he doesn't have. Size, speed, quickness. He has it all. Um, the same thing that Justin Jefferson has as well. But here's the difference between Justin Jefferson and um, uh, uh, Jamar Chase for me, Gianni. We've seen Jamar Chase consistently be great in the regular season. We've seen Jamar Chase consistently be great in the playoffs. And we've seen him be great in this one Super Bowl that he got to. Um, unfortunately, Justin Jefferson, I understand he has Kirk Cousins. He doesn't have Joe Burrow, who's a top three quarterback in the NFL. So I kind of guess you can take that into consideration. But like I said, in big time moments, we've seen these from Jamar Chase. Like I said, we've seen it in the playoffs. We've seen it in the regular season. We've seen it in one Super Bowl that he got to. I haven't seen that from Justin Jefferson yet. And maybe it is because he has Kirk Cousins as his quarterback or whatever situation they have going on in Minnesota. Um, but, yeah, honestly, I, like I said, Jamar Chase and Justin Jefferson, it really came down to those two for me. Um, and like I said, I don't think it's a wrong answer. But like I said, I, I, because of what I've seen in the big time moments from Jamar Chase, um, that I haven't seen, haven't been able to, that we haven't been able to see from Justin Jefferson yet, because like I said, maybe it's because it's quarterback or whatever. Um, I got to go with Jamar Chase, to be honest, because like I said, I've seen it in the big time moments. I've seen it consistently in a regular season. And um, until we see Justin Jefferson do these things in the playoff consistently and him getting to the playoffs and getting to a Super Bowl and putting up the type of numbers that Jamar Chase has put in these big time moments, um, I got to I gotta say Jamar Chase um, is the best wide receiver in the NFL right now. And that hurts me because Justin Jefferson is my favorite wide receiver. So, yeah. First of all, Mike Evans, I just have to say, you know, for someone like him who's been in the league almost a decade, like he's the only wide receiver in the NFL that I know that has had 1,000 yards in every single one of his seasons that he's played in. Like, that's that's impressive as hell. Like, he may not be the best wide receiver in the NFL, but when you play at that level for that long, you kind of earn the right to say that like as a a top caliber elite wide receiver like he is i feel like it's okay for him to say that Hall of it, Famer. it's not about, say it, yeah 
yeah, he's, he's a Hall of Famer. famer. He he's say, definitely he's one thousand percent. He's a Hall of Famer, first belly. You know, he's got his ring. You know, he's he's set. Mike Evans is set. Um, with that being said, you know, he may not be the best wide receiver in the NFL. Uh not gonna lie, your your answer kind of shocked me a little bit, TK, but you were making some really valid points because Justin Jefferson, while as great as he is, and if I'm being honest, I feel like he's the only wide receiver, at least in this generation, that is going to ever be considered in MVP, like real MVP conversations, like as a finalist or MVP in the NFL now, that is such a quarterback-dominated trophy to win. JJS is the only guy that I know that would ever, only wide receiver I know, that would ever have a shot at winning MVP. At least for the next couple of years. Um, but his problem is that we haven't seen him on the biggest stage yet. Like the closest we've gotten to seeing Justin Jefferson in, you know, a, a big stage is the divisional round against the Niners, and that didn't work out. Um, the Vikings haven't made it back to the NFC Championship game since 20, 2018, 2017, 2018. We all know what happened in that game. Don't want to bring it up, but y'all know what happened. You know, and every now and then, you know, it's rare, but he takes on elite cornerbacks and you see him disappear. It happened with Darius Slay. It happened with Jair Alexander. After Alexander literally called him out on it, too, before the game and shut him down. And the Packers proceeded to blow out the Vikings. I think Jefferson only had like one catch for seven yards in that game. Like, and Kirk Cousins isn't necessarily a bad quarterback is he the best quarterback to play with absolutely not he may not be a Patrick Holmes but he's not horrible you know in these games I see Jefferson just kind of you know lumbering around and almost being forgotten in the spotlight it's it's a it's something that the best wide receiver in the league can't do while I feel like Justin Jefferson is going to be the best wide receiver in the NFL you know, in a lot of people's eyes, he already is. Jamar Chase has that claim. You know, like like TK said, like we've seen Jamar Chase in the biggest spotlight. We saw him play in the Super Bowl. He was a lean receiver for the Bengals in that game. You know, he's showed up and appeared in so many clutch moments for the Bengals. Like, you know, regardless on what you think of his, you know, of his quarterback, um, you know, Oh, he's playing with like, you know, a, a top two quarterback in this league. You know, it's so impressive as hell. You know, as a wide receiver in this league, it's it's so easy to just kind of get lost in the shuffle. You can have Linsanity runs like all over the place. Um, but to be the best in the league, I feel like you have to show up and show out, especially on the biggest stages and especially in the primetime games. And Jamar Chase has done that. I can't remember one Jamar, Jamar Chase game in particular where he's like been non-existent. I can name a couple of my fingers with Justin Jefferson. So while Jefferson may be the uncrowned number one, I feel like Jamar Chase is number one right now. Wow. Crazy. Javon. Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson, and not a single mention of Devontae Adams. I mean, y'all just forgot about Devontae Adams? Like, the route running, the, the catching ability. Y'all just kept, y'all, the fact that y'all didn't mention Devontae Adams once is so disrespectful 
The fact he had, I think, does his stats last year with Derek Carr and bunch of bums at quarterback? He is the best receiver in the NFL. It, overall, he he. There's nothing that Devontae Adams can do wrong. His route running is clean. His catching ability is clean. Everything about Devontae Adams is special. Now, you can go with Jamar Chase. You can go with J- Justin Jefferson. But overall, the best overall receiver is Devontae Adams. There's no question, bro. And the fact that he didn't get a 99 in Madden is crazy. That That's insane. It's because he's playing on the bum Raiders, and now he went from, from Derek Carr to Jimmy Garoppolo, going from trash to garbage. You guys... Fail to mention Devontae Adams is insane to me. It's Devontae Adams all day, every day. He's the best overall receiver in the NFL. I mean, do one of y'all want to kill him or like? I mean, technically no, because Shotgun no, and had the same answer. Well, well I mean, that's I was fine. Y'all the same I mean, that's fine. Y'all. I mean, and look, that's totally fine. I don't both wrong. valid answer. Is, I, I don't even. I'm not even taking Adams over Tyreek Hill uh, or Jamar what? Jackson or Justin Jefferson. I'm, I am. I'm sorry. What? I am. I'm not. I'm not. Oh, I am. I'm not. Let me okay. tell you why. Now everybody knows I, I love Tyreek Hill better than Devontae Adams. One thing he does better than Devontae Adams. Well, first of all, we've seen him in the playoffs consistently. We've seen him in the Super Bowl show up consistently. That's like not, I said, the same thing for Jamar. Can I finish? That's not. Can I, can I finish? What? Can I finish? Remember when remember when dudes were ranking right Tyreek Hill off after he switched after he left Patrick Mahomes and went to and went to uh Tua Tonga whatever however the hell you say his last name he's literally he's, his he stats, only had how many yards against Buffalo I don't care what he had against one game his stats are literally identical his stats are literally either identical or better than they were in Kansas City do you realize how insane that was after being oh, with Patrick Mahomes the best quarterback too. in the league consistently Consistent. Well, he had Aaron Rodgers his entire career. Last I mean, year, cool. last year, TK. At, at one point, TK, last year, he had, he had, uh, who was it? Um, um, that one guy, uh, the backup. They won four games, but the Raiders won, what, seven games? Devontae had a, Adams had a thousand yards with 14 touchdowns with Derek oh, Carr. Amazing. And st- That's with Derek Impressive as hell. Tolu, Tolu, Tolu. Okay, did it, conver- did it convert into wins? Look at his stats from the year before did that. Did it convert oh, look at his stats into wins? Y'all just answer my question. Did it convert what? into wins? Because the Vikings were winning the Dolphins and, the, and Dolphins the Bengals were winning. And, and the he Dolphins. He don't and the play before- quarterback. He don't play running back. How is he supposed to? He can only do what he can do. When he so, get the ball, okay. he's catching it. He's scoring. Okay. Okay, so explain how explain how Tyreek Hill looks exactly the same way that he looked when he was in Kansas City and Miami. Explain how we're gonna bring up we're talking about this argument, TK. If we're gonna talk about if we're gonna talk about wins, the Miami Dolphins, all right, didn't have the amount of wins that they were supposed to have last season. All right, they got bounced out on the wall card. We're gonna bring that up. PC two went. We're gonna bring that up. But I mean, I, you know, the quarterback got hurt. The most important position got hurt. That's expected. Uh, and it's yeah, still almost yeah, unfortunate, but injury. All right. The, the league but, doesn't wait up for injuries in that sense. You know, you, the only guy that I'm putting Devontae Adams, I would say, I would say top three would probably go Jefferson, Chase and Adams. And the only guy that I would mm-hmm. have like that debate for Sorry. is Stephon Diggs. 
All right, Tyreek Hill. Stephon Diggs over Tyreek Hill? Stephon Diggs over yeah. Tyreek Hill. We're done here. Yes. I'm done with the conversation. We're done. Yes. I'm done. Uh, I want to jump in. Yes. Beat Hills, Hills, but, but, but Stephon Diggs is, in my opinion, a much better prototypical wide receiver than Tyreek Hill. That's how I feel. Absolutely. Tyreek Hill uh, only has jump speed. In. That's it. I just want to say one thing. The Raiders... The Dolphins have a much better receiving, I think, core because we've um, overall with, with the receivers. I feel the Raiders just have nothing outside of Adams because the receivers were hurt outside of Adams, and they lost too many close oh, games. Bro. They were in the playoff hunt the last two weeks of the season as well. It's just that their quarterback play failed them basically, and the Dolphins a more talented team. Way more talented team. Raiders defense. The Raiders are a joke. They're a joke. Raiders were pathetic last year. Like, Who's the Saints. game against the Saints? Who's the game against the Saints cool. last so you year? Leave the best, so you can leave the best quarterback in the league. Go to another team with a lesser quarterback, who we all don't even think is even close in the same bracket as a Patrick Mahomes. Still put up the same numbers and better, and you're not you're not a top three wide receiver. In the he NFL. did not. I don't understand. Okay, not, you can say the same thing for for Devontae Adams. That's what I said. You can say the same thing for Devontae Adams. He left a top three quarterback in Aaron Rodgers in Green Bay inside the bounds with Derek Carr and still put up all pro numbers. He was an all pro guy. Better numbers than Tyreek Hill, by the way. Y'all got it. Y'all got it. Y'all got it. Okay, can we move on, please? All right, man. Next question, Doc. Okay, question three. Which quarterback from any previous era do you believe could take the best quarterback in the league title away from Patrick Mahomes? So, Lou, your thoughts first. Well, me personally, I'm going with 2012 Joe Flacco over Patrick Mahomes. I just had to shout out Joe Flacco. I just had to. I had to. I just had to shout him out. But um, man, I'm leaning. I'm leaning between. I'm gonna have to say Andrew Luck. It's like you guys forgot how good Andrew Luck is, man. Andrew Luck was what Andrew Luck was in, man. Andrew Andrew Luck Luck. was in. What you don't know? You said Andrew Luck. No, I'm just, no, that, that's also. Awesome. I'm going Andrew Luck. Peyton, Peyton Manning, Peyton Manning. As much as I cannot stand TK and I can't stand that he played for TK's Broncos, I'm going with Peyton Manning because I think Peyton Manning would have had a Peyton Manning and Patrick Mahomes would be one of the greatest rivalries in the NFL. If you took uh, uh, Indiana, Indianapolis Colts Peyton Manning and put him in this era, they would have. Oh, that would have been a, like a Tom Brady type rivalry. It wouldn't even be close. So I'm going with Peyton Manning, even though Peyton Manning just cannot beat my Ravens. I'm going with Peyton Manning. This dude said Andrew Luck and knew he was going to respect Andrew Luck and proceeded to Luck. switch his answer mid statement. Respect um, Andrew. Oh yeah, I respect Andrew Luck. Um, just not enough to put him over Patrick Holmes and what Patrick Holmes is now. Honestly, I don't know if I'm putting anyone from years past or in the future, for that matter, over Patrick Holmes because Patrick Holmes is quite literally one of the greatest quarterbacks that we've ever seen play. Like, he has everything. He has everything. He has mobility. He has the arm power. He has the 
the clutch ability. He has the talent in the world. Uh, you know, the IQ. Uh, he's pretty impressive as well. The only guy that I feel like has any shot at dethroning a guy like him is 2007 Peyton Manning, bro. That's the only guy that comes to my head because, you know, that was prime Peyton Manning and Peyton's IQ is unlike anybody else's IQ, any other QB's IQ in NFL history. Like, he is, he's probably, no, he is the smartest quarterback in NFL history, in my opinion. You know, so, and that's, like, really the only thing that, like, I can, like, say without a shout without he would have over Patrick Mahomes, you know. Um, Athleticism-wise, I'm still taking Mahomes. Uh, Mobility-wise, I'm definitely taking Mahomes. Um, arm power, uh, it could go either way. Um, and clutchability, you know, it, it also depends on the team that they're on. You know, with the Chiefs, you know, as much as we like to, you know, slander, you know, their defense in that secondary that we did last year, um, they they stepped up. The team stepped up uh, at the end. And that's another thing that you have to factor into. Like, what is their, what is these guys' like leadership like? You know, Manning was an excellent leader in Indianapolis, especially for that Super Bowl victory uh, that he had. Uh, but Mahomes, you know, this is now what? Probably this is their third year that they made the AFC Championship game, second Super Bowl in three years. Like, that's impressive as hell. That That's something Brady did in his prime. Uh, so, I don't know. I, I, I really, it's the only quarterback that comes into mind when I would, if there was any quarterback that would uh, be able to um, pick him over Mahomes. Am I the only one confused by PC's answer? Because he said Peyton yeah, then can you call proceeded on me next? to can play. Can you call on me next? Call on me next, Daddy. Yeah, you sweetheart, said. Sweetheart, I got this. I got this. Just, what was just confusing? Say my name. Here we go. Shut up. Here we go. What was confusing? Shut up. Shut up. PC. You proceeded to say Peyton. Then yeah. you taking this from a home. You taking this from a home. You taking this from a home. Then said, no, you know what? But I will take Peyton. Pick which one. You just had to glaze. You glazing hard over. Nothing to gla- I, I, already said, I already said my answer. The only guy that comes to mind is Peyton. That's it. Finally, uh, no, 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 no. I want, I want to, he said 2007 Peyton. Can I just go? Because I'm yeah. about to kill this nigga, bro. There you can go. All right, so well, what's there to say? All, what's there to say? So you can be prized by the Broncos. First of all, PC, shut the hell up. Uh, what are go. you even talking three about? Minute, three first minute Broncos bias. First of all, first in, of all, incoming. That yep, here we go. First of all, the 2007 Peyton year was not even better than the 2012 2013 year on the Broncos, where he threw for 55 touchdowns and literally was labeled the greatest offense of all time. Granted, we lost in the Super Bowl to the greatest defense assembled of all time, but that's not I the question. Tell you how much you the answer time. is 100% Peyton Manning, and Peyton Manning would be better than Patrick Mahomes in this era. The era where you cannot touch the quarterback. Uh, also, I don't know. Can I finish? Can I finish? Tolu, shut the hell up. We don't even, your answer was just stupid. You said Andrew Luck. Don't talk to me. You don't know football. You don't know basketball, and you need to get back to your tribe because they're looking for you. Now back to PC, all right? So, the 2007 Peyton Manning, was, that was a great answer, PC. Tolu, can you shut the hell up? The 2007, that was a great answer, PC, because that was, a, that was a great year from Peyton Manning. But Peyton Manning had many 
many, many great years. And for you to say that 2007 year is the only year that I think Peyton Manning would have beat Patrick Mah- No. If you're going to take a year, take the 2012-2013. That, that would have made more sense. It just made absolutely no sense. You know nothing about Peyton Manning, the greatest quarterback of all time. Wait, 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 hold on, hold on, time out, time out, time out. You just said that that was a great answer that I gave. But then just proceed no, to say I, I mean, that that yeah, answer because, made no because, sense. No, Make up your mind now. No, no, no. So I, no, because, no, no, okay. about your because look, look, because if you're going to take a year from Peyton and then use it against your argument for Mahomes, all I was saying was 2007 was a good answer. I believe Peyton Manning threw like 48 touchdowns that year or something like that. It was great. But compared to 55 touchdowns, you got to a Super Bowl. We only lost three games hey, that year. It's okay, I mean, my it's brother. Okay. If that I'm taking 48 touchdowns and a Super Bowl victory over 55 touchdowns and a super um, a disappointing, embarrassing yeah, Super Bowl loss, I'm going to it, it was embarrassing. It was I'm embarrassing. I'm just saying that that year was the greatest Peyton Manning year that we have ever seen from him. I mean, the stats don't first, lie. PC. The first drive. The, the first drive, they couldn't even get the snap But, but PC, we're not talking about the Peyton. Super Bowl. We're not talking about the Super Bowl. We're talking about the year from Peyton Manning. It's now, let me yeah, get back to consistently. Now, that now, year now, ended okay. very bad. Okay, PC. Okay, PC. Now let me tell you why Peyton Manning is the only answer. Because and let me t- and totally let me tell you why it's not Andrew Luck. All right. Peyton Manning is the only answer because one, first of all, if Peyton Manning was in this era, I think we'd all agree this is an era where you literally cannot even sneeze at the quarterback without getting a without getting a yellow flag thrown at you or any or, or any type of call called. Okay, so Peyton Manning would have that in would have that in his repertoire. And PC, I need you to understand this. Gianni, look at the camera. I totally. Uh, uh, and I, I think Desi will really like this. <clears throat> Do you guys remember how bad Patrick Mahomes looked when he got pressured? You know who never, ever, barely ever took a sack, barely ever got hit because their release was too damn fast? Peyton Manning. Peyton Manning would never have the problems of if a team defense is so good and the, and the, and the Kansas City Chiefs offensive line is breaking down and you're getting pressure, pressure on Patrick Mahomes where he looks normal now throwing about one touchdown compared to, like, three interceptions. Patrick Mahomes has had those games, all right? He's had those games. You're not going to pressure Peyton Manning in this era. Like I said, even if he goes against a good defense, his ability to get the ball out so quick and under, like, a second, is it was ridiculous. That was the most un, one of the most underrated parts of Peyton Manning's game was the fact of how, how quick he could get the ball out. Um, I don't know if you're taking. I don't. Know, if you want to talk about IQ, I, I don't know what PCs. I don't know if you mentioned this, but Peyton Manning's IQ is better than Patrick Mahomes. Let's just not do that at all, okay? I think we also need to re- recognize that that, Pey- that Patrick Mahomes has the great, one of the greatest head coaches as his coach. Can we, I think we'd all agree. Tony Don Tony Dungy was never that on, on Andy Reid's level. He's a good coach. He was a great coach. He was never Tony on Andy Dun- Reid's level. Tony Dungy would. I don't care. Totally, I don't care what you say. He was not on Andy Reid's level. At all whatsoever. So let's just let's just not do that. All right. Um, so like I said, IQ, a, a throwing power, if you want to if you want to talk about who had a stronger arm, Patrick Mahomes actually had the stronger arm, PC. I'll give you that. But Patrick but Peyton Manning had a very underrated strong arm. Um, like I said, he mostly got I mean, most of his passes were like short, intermediate, you feel me, get off the pass, and then his wide receivers just did what they did with the yards after carry. Um, or with the yards after catch, sorry. So um like I said, Patrick Mahomes has had great wide receivers. Has had great wide receivers. Peyton Manning has had great wide receivers. Um, I really think it, it would really depend on where you, what, what team would Peyton Manning be on. Um, so I'm trying to think of a team that doesn't have a quarterback that now that we can plug him in and they would be a legit threat. Um, what if we, what if we took Aaron Rodgers off the Jets and put Peyton, Peyton Manning on the Jets? Gianni, I need to, actually Gianni, I would like your thoughts on that. So let's take Pey, prime Peyton Manning and put him on the New York Jets. 
And we're talking about a situation where we got the New York Jets with Peyton Manning in his prime versus Andy Reid, Patrick Mahomes, and the Kansas City Chiefs in their prime. Who are you taking, bro? I'm taking the Jets. I'm taking Peyton Manning and the Jets, bro. Every time. All day. Man, this is this is a tough one, actually, for me. I, I will go with the Jets. You know why? Because I feel like the defense is going to make – the Jets' defense is really, really good. That They can take the ball away, give Payne a couple um, short fields, and I think they, I think they win. Thank it will you, be Danny. like um, – if I have to predict like a score, I would say thirty-one to twenty-four, something like that. That's not a bad score. And like I said, in all those years that Peyton Manning consistently was winning 13, 14 games with the Colts every single year. You guys remember that when he was consistently winning 12, 13, 14 games every year. He had a top-notch defense. He had two elite he had two elite wide receivers. He had a he had a he had a stout running back and he had a great offensive line. Like I said, so if Peyton Manning is in this era, I'm, I'm like I said, I, I'm taking him over Peyton Manning, especially if he ends up on a team that has all the things I just mentioned. Which, you know, they just really, it's kind of a lot to ask, I guess. But um, I think if you get Peyton Manning a good offensive line, like I said, give him, get just give him a wide, one wide one wide receiver one. Um, I think Peyton Manning is just the type to turn an entire organization around. And like I said, there's like PC said, there's really not a lot of answers to this question. Like maybe if you want to take prime time Brady, maybe um a Peyton Manning. I was thinking PC, I don't know. I was thinking maybe a prime Drew Brees, maybe only because of how many. Yeah, I know even and even that, but like I'm just thinking of the passing yards. Like this dude broke like passing yards like two, three years in a row, bro. Like five thousand five. I think like six thousand, six thousand, six thousand or something like that. But um, like I said, it's really I mean it, it's really not a lot of quarterbacks that can honestly come in. Um, from any era, like PC said earlier, and just take over. But if there is one quarterback, and I believe he honestly, truly could come in this era, like I said, with the rule changes and everything, bro, and I think it would be Peyton Manning, honestly. The quarterback, just, bro, Peyton Manning was just that dude, bro. And so, let me tell you something before we move on, bro. Don't ever in your life mention your Ravens and Peyton Manning in the same sentence again, ever, okay? Uh, I basically... Agree with everyone, basically. I think Payne Manning is the right answer. Like TK said, I think this era with the rules and everything, I think that would work in his favor a lot. And it depends, you know, what team he goes. Like, for example, like how TK said, on the Jets, you take Rodgers away and you put Payne there, the prime version of Payne. I think that team wins 14 games and even the Super Bowl, probably. So, like, and you're not allowed to touch the quarterback like like the past you know decade. So like I feel like I feel like it's pain right now. But if if you ask me like overall, it, it has to be pain because I I just don't see any other answer. I was like thinking about it when TK was talking. Uh, I I just couldn't come up with any answers like. Really, if you talk to somebody like in their forties or something or fifties, they're probably gonna say Joe Montana because they seen Joe Montana in his um facts, bro. Facts, bro. So yeah, that that that's the only answer I can come up with. Pain. So PC, you don't think Jalen Hurts can ever be better than Patrick Mahomes? I'm surprised. I'm honestly surprised you didn't say Jalen Hurts because I honestly would not have been mad at that answer. Well, the question first was of all, of all, yeah. Uh, first of all, you're right. You're right. You're first right. of all, 
first of all, I'm not biased like you. That's why I didn't say Jalen. Second of all, uh, if I was biased, I would say Jalen. Jalen is an amazing talent, and he's only getting better and better. All right. If that one day transcends into him being better in Bachelor Holmes, then yeah, I'll come out and say it. But I'm not gonna I'm not gonna come on here and jinx my quarterback like that. Okay. You you think I you think I'm 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 noxious like that. I can't be out here jinxing my QB one. All right. There's a superstition that comes with that. All right. I play chess, TK, not checkers. Jalen Hurts is great right now. And he may be even greater than why I want him to be one day, but he, right now he's not better than Patrick Mahomes. All right, and I can't predict. I can't predict the future either. That's why I didn't say it. Well, Tolu must be playing backgammon or something, bro, because this man come on and jinxed fucking Lamar Jackson every single week. Dog. Yeah, every single That's, week, bro. I, I haven't done it. anything the last two years. Oh. That's why he. That's why he out again. Because you and PC decided to jinx that man. Wait, 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 wait. He's coming wait, wait, wait. back. He's coming back. Y'all jinxed him. <laughs> now he out. No, 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 no. That, that was just me giving praise to a player that I thought was good. Y'all kept saying it, though. And you know what's crazy, bro? They said he, looked, they said he was looking like one of the better receivers in practice, too, bro. That shit hurt my soul, dog. I was so hurt. Hey, you guys want to hear a troll? You guys want to hear a yes. troll? Yes. Okay. You know what will be a perfect quarterback right now? To, to come in, Carson Wentz. Oh, brother. Oh, brother. Why are you trolling your own quarterback, though? Y'all, it's, like... uh, it's time to go. It's time to go to the next segment, bro. All right, Respect, man. Carson Wentz. You're wrong. That's your quarterback. You shut the hell up, bro. Respect. Shut up. Shut the hell up, bro. Respect him. He was the best quarterback in Philly before Jalen Hurts arrived. Okay, moving right on to the next segment. It's time to play a game of Would You Rather. So, first, PC. Would you rather win the NIT tournament or lose in the second round of the NCAA tournament? Win the NIT tournament. Why would I ever want to finish second in anything if I could actually win something? I, 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 I get like the NIT tournament is not exactly the NCAA tournament, but hey, still a tournament. All right. You can still flex that. You know, people may laugh in your face if you flex that. But guess what? It's still something that you won that they probably will never win in their lives. You're a winner. They're a loser. It's simple as that. I'm winning the tournament. Sorry, PC. I've always said if my team get invited to the NIT, you better not go. That is the laughing stock college basketball. I'm good. So, Luke. Would you rather take a punch from Mike Tyson or Muhammad Ali? I picked up my to see both. Yeah, y'all <laughs> see this? Y'all see this? Um, man, this is tough. <laughs> like, oh man. Well, both of them will easily break my jaw, so I really can't even, really can't even pick. But um, I'm, a, I'm gonna have to. Uh, Ali, because at least before I get knocked out, he'll dance. He'll, you know, he'll do his little dance before he knocks me out. Tyson, he'll just straight up try to knock me out like first punch. So I'm going with Ali because at least, at least he'll make it entertaining. At least he'll give me a few seconds before knocking me out. So, 
Would you rather peak early or late in your career? Um, you know, I'm a peak early. I, I, I feel like, you know, there's a lot of expectations when NBA players come into the league now. You know, so, you know, being labeled as a bus early in your career would be detrimental to any you know, future deal that you get, like, you know, being, being like peaking late in your career is okay. If you've been like a role player for most of your life and like someone that's just taken like the contract, but, um, you know, that the fact of the matter is like, if that doesn't usually typically happen for like the average NBA player, um, I would much rather just peak early, get the money and whatever happens from there happens. But, you know, that's, that's not anything that's in my in my control. I can just only be the best like player that I could be. So I would peak early. Okay. Gianni, would you rather run fast or jump high? I'd rather run fast. Because in case let's just say for example, if there's like I don't know, like an emergency or something, I would like to be able to get run to a place quicker than than jump. I, I feel like running is, is much the easier answer here, running fast. Because jumping, it depends really like how far you can jump up or, or something like that. So I would like to be much quicker. Okay. TK, would you rather have a signature shoe or have an award named after you? Give me the shoe. Give me the shoe because I just wear it. I literally just wear my own brand of shoes like for the rest of my entire life. How many people can say they have their own shoe, bro? That's pretty dope. Like only only the elite of elites get their own shoe. And I know all y'all would wear it too, so that's dope. No, we will not. No, we will not. Uh, it depends okay, on the all right. Like. You know what? See, this is what I'm saying. It's always your own people, but it's cool. Okay, so Luke. Would you rather guard Steph Curry or Giannis for an entire 48 minutes? What? Steph Curry. Easily. I'm locking his shit up. Locking his, putting his shit on lockdown. Okay. I'm on. No, I don't, give it a rest. I don't even know why. Why do I even get this? Why do you give him this question, DC? Like, you set us up for the failure. This man doesn't understand Let's just move on. Let's just move on before he comes back, bro. You should have asked me that question. I did not finish. I, you, you, you are not, to, bro. Totally, you're not locking up Steph Curry. And the I'm answer is the answer I'm, is not as easy as you I'm think it is, bro. Bro, we damn near the same height. We damn near wear the same thing. He ain't doing that shimmy shit on me. I'm locking his. Have you Curry, seen? And, wait, wait. He oh, ain't doing okay, 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 okay. But Tolu, oh my God, have you seen? How many interviews of NBA current NBA players, elite defenders in the league, that have gave interviews and said Steph Curry is the hardest player to guard in the NBA? Yeah, because the dude's and on ball. ball. One on one, no baseball, no basketball thing. I'm locking his shit up. One on one, one on one. He's okay. he really, okay. he 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 really he thinks he can it. lock Steph up, bro. This is insane. I'm locking. Stop. His shit up, bro. No. Shh. 
Golly. Okay, TK. Would you rather get paid a lot to be on a bad team or pay below average to be on an elite team? Money, 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 money. Money. I need the money, bro. All the time, every time, I'd rather be on a bad team. As long as I'm good and I'm worth my money, you feel me? I can make something work, you feel me? I, you know, if I got to do a little damn thing and be like, I need to get some players around me, you feel me? I'm going to get traded to another team, you feel me? I got to do what I got to do. But as long as I'm getting my money and I'm out there producing, which because that's the only way I would get my money is if I'm producing. So it means I'm an elite player in the league. As long as I'm doing my job, nothing could be blamed on me. I'm getting my money. Let's say I'm. Let's say I play for the Clippers, and the only reason I said the Clippers is because the, the Lakers are too good. But if, you feel me? If I'm, you mean to tell me I'm making a, a top notch contract in LA to live in LA, bro? And just and I'm supposed to be sad because my team is ass. Like, bro, do you think? Like, let me ask you. Let me ask y'all a question real quick. Do y'all think? Do y'all think Kawhi Leonard and Paul George wake up every day and say, "Damn, bro, we we we, we really the laughing stock of LA, bro. This really sucks, man. Like, I live in the most beautiful like like state and like like come on, bro. Like, I'm taking the money every time. I don't care about being on the back team. Like I said, I'm doing my job. You can't blame me. Like I said, bro. And if worst come to worst, I just pull a dame and just be like, bro, get me out of here. I'm done. Get me to Miami. And I right now when you making 52 million a year, that ain't happening. <laughs> My team mm-hmm. better not pick up that contract. I know that much. <laughs> Anyways, next. Gianni. Would you rather win the World Series or the Super Bowl? I'll say this the Super Bowl. 100 percent Because I know the World Series is amazing and everything, but the Super Bowl I feel like is more special. More and more special. PC and, and I know. TK knows. Totally knows. Like it. Sorry, Desi. You don't know. <laughs> no, 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 no. No, because you did not have to go down the line. You could have just simply said me and PC know. Oh, bro. I was Bro, I'm really finna die and go to heaven with no Super Bowl. Like, <laughs> that's insane, bro. Oh, God, he gonna die right down the field. <laughs> he just fucking stopped up. <laughs> I'm crying, bro. Get, get, get wrecked. Get, get wrecked. Oh, y'all me. PC, would you rather get dunked on by Blake Griffin or DeAndre Jordan? Mm. Mm. Mm, 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 mm. Can we just quit? So you, can I just quit the NBA? Like, <laughs> wow. Uh, is DeAndre is uh Blake Griffin mixed? Or is he equal on white? Yeah, he's black and white. He's, he's black and white. I think his dad's black. Oh, no, his mom's yeah. black. I think his mom's black. His yeah. mom's white. I, I, this was about to be so much more easier for me. Uh, I, I, I guess get dunked on by Blake, bro. I, hey, nothing will ever top DeAndre Jordan just absolutely oh. christening oh. Brandon Knights. Oh. I would not want that to happen to me. So, yeah, just, just give me Blake, bro. PC, when you post a video, please just post a clip of of, of that dunk, bro. Because like that's oh. literally when I wrote this question, that's what I envisioned, bro. Oh my god, bro. And that, Brand dude, I think that never recovered what, what, from that. Does anybody, does, does, anybody, 
Does anybody know what Brandon is doing nowadays? Like, he's probably <laughs> poor guy. He's probably like living in the shadows. I know I would, bro. <laughs> Please get my money. Yep. Plays for a All team. Right, in, uh, I don't even know. TK, last one is for you. Would you rather watch a full lacrosse game or a cricket game? Oh, God. Oh, my God. Okay, so, because I know PC is, he would be the one to know these weird sports on access squad. But PC, so, is lacrosse the one with the stick and the little... Also say white sports. As a white man's sport. Come yeah, but now. totally, like, I mean, but PC, you played golf in, in high school, like, you know. Oh, so no. what? But wait, wait. PC is getting this a pickleball. There's just the so many things know, you just said wrong. Color. First of all, you just, you just mistook, mis- uh, you, oh, you're making me so mad. I can't even speak right now. <laughs> you just mistaken me for Bertolu. That was, that was just wrong. Second just of all, totally I didn't just... play golf in high school. I played tennis. It has oh. a far more superior sport than the two that you just mentioned here. Okay, well, all right, I'm sorry. So I, I believe lacrosse is the is the is the football type, like with no like helmets and and whatever. And then I think cricket's the one with like the stick, with like the little net hoop at the end. So cricket's the one with paddles, and they play yeah, like okay. Ball. God, oh God. Lacrosse is a tough girl. Lacrosse is okay. All right. Um, I guess I'm gonna go with lacrosse. Because women play the sport, and I, I mean, if I'm gonna go to a game, it's gonna be one where the women are playing. I don't really know. I'm I, like, I don't know if that sounds sexist. I'm not trying to sound sexist to the listeners. I'm just saying, if I gotta go out, I know these games are held outside too, so it's gonna be hot as hell, bro. So let me tell you, for the listeners, black people don't like the sun. All right, I'm just say that right now. So if I gotta go outside and sweat to watch one of these games, I mean, I want to see some butt cheeks. You feel me running across the field? You feel me like you know some some you know some 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 sweaty. You okay. Know, okay. Okay. Um, I mean, okay. I'm trying. Yeah, like, yeah I'm just stop you right there before you get yeah, canceled, bro. Right, please, nice you're getting a little specific, bro. Like, too yes. specific. Okay, can, what is a lot more easier to the follow? The one where they got the thing on the show, then they run it with the ball and then Okay, so yeah, that's the one I would go to. That's the one I would go to. I've seen like the okay, I've seen a game on YouTube. I did. I had to watch it for like something. Some shit i had to do in high school i don't remember what it was for my gym class but so i had to watch the game and it, it it's kind of physical um you know there's some physicality in it um yeah i've seen some players get ran over with the shoulder just hit straight in the chest and, and get the wind knocked out of them um so i guess i'll go with that because i guess that would be the closest thing i can get to like football i guess maybe is that a better answer i don't know like i really don't know i would personally just never go to any of these games to be honest um, I'd much rather sit down and listen to a listen to Baby Shark for the entire day than go and have to sit oh. through oh, a look. Okay. Yes, I'm so serious. I don't okay. want to hear any of these games. Baby Shark, do 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 do. Baby Shark, do 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 do. You're pushing thirty. You're pushing thirty. No, no. Make it past the first thirty minutes. No. So thirty. Mommy shark, we hate okay, sports. Shark, do, 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 do. All right, go ahead. I'm done. Now it's time to move on to our next segment. PC, you got a question for the crew. So come on, man. What, what's the what's the question? Let's get it. Wow. All right. Well, sorry, I mentally recover from that. 
Um, it's been a it's been one hell of an episode so far. All right, so a question. It's a uh, NBA question, NBA based question. So this Golden State Warriors legend was the first man to record a triple double. Will Chamberlain. Will Chamberlain. Gonna give us a chance to even like answer total or just no. I don't. Move your feet, lose your seat. Well, you know, you do realize we like we all answer the total, so like okay. Go ahead, I, mean, we, I guess you can go. Yeah, go ahead, G. I was gonna say Will as well. Will Chamberlain. Like, yeah, literally, like thanks, Tolu. You now we just look like we're copying you because I also was gonna say Will Chamberlain. I'm sorry, my bad. Well, there was a lesson that was learned just now. Don't follow a man that descends wow. from Sudan because the answer is not Will Chamberlain. Uh, it's actually Nate Thurman. Oh, that was my wow. second guess. Ugh. Damn wow. it. Second guess, bro. It was either Following one of those. A leader, and the leader being Tolu is crazy. No, you're right. First quadruple right. double. Relax, Queen. Why is was Queen Latina Nate trying to Thurman talk to right now? In 1974, it was an overtime victory against the Hawks. Everybody that listens to Tolu. Gianni, when uh, UNCK heard his answer, y'all should have just switched. I don't care if y'all said Clay Thompson. Just don't pick the same answer. I honestly was going to (laughs) say Will Chamberlain because that just seemed like the most like obvious answer. Yeah. Yeah, PC got us. PC got us. Jordan Poole, honestly. Yeah, all right, buddy. (laughs) I Wait, lied, Gianni. I would have clowned you if you would have said Jordan. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. I, I would have said Draymond Green as my second answer, though. But see, Draymond yeah, Green just seems something... like he would get a card for double. I hate Honestly, Draymond. my answer would have been Montez Ellis because he was there, and I think he had a couple of triple doubles. If I'm not mistaken, hey, Ellis. Montez was I so cold. Ellis' song uh, name he is Song. So um, Golden State Warriors today. But anyways, okay, y'all, with that, everybody got the question wrong. It's time for us to go right on into hot take. So first to give their hot take of the week, TK. All right, ladies and gentlemen, NFL football season, it officially starts this week. It's just preseason, you know what I'm saying? So we're not there yet, but we're almost there. So I'm going to have an NFL hot take, all right? So I don't know if I, if I made this. Actually, no, I don't think. I think this will actually be new. So... Ravens, they, Ravens, they, bro, Ravens, they, they, they've been looking really, really good in training camp, bro. And honestly, Zay Flowers is the name that I'm sticking on, bro. All right. So my hot take is going to be this. Not only will Zay Flowers have over a thousand, will lead the Ravens in receiving yards this year. Zay Flowers is going to be the offensive rookie of the year. I've been telling I everybody. Believe that, I believe, I believe that 100%. Honestly, I really like, like I said, I like the chemistry that him and Lamar are building. Uh, I've heard that the chemistry between him and Lamar are a lot better than it is between him and, o- and OBJ. And we all know how good that chemistry was. But like I said, Rose Flowers, honestly, he looks like the best wide receiver that the Ravens have had in a very long time since possibly Anquan Bolden. Um, so honestly, I think it's going to show. I think it's going to it's going to turn out great for them. Like I said, I think he's not only going to have a thousand yards, he's going to win Offensive Rookie of the Year. And I'm going to save my other part of my hot take for next week. By the way, everyone. Zay Flowers is looking uncoverable 
in the in practice. And he's cooking all pro Marlon Humphrey, by the way. These are these are all these are Pro Bowl. This is a Pro Bowl defense and a rookie, and he's looking uncoverable. I'm, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I'm gonna go with an NBA take. This might sound pretty crazy, but whatever team Tyler Hero ends up in the trade, I think Tyler Hero is gonna take big role, of course, either in Toronto or San Antonio or Brooklyn. But specifically, let's just say he goes to San Antonio. I think in two years or one after the season, the following season, I think Tyler Hero is gonna average 25 a game not this coming season the following season i think he's gonna end up maybe in san antonio and i think he's gonna have a lot more opportunities and i think you're gonna see him be on leash and i think he's gonna surprise everyone by averaging 25 it looked like it's really really quickly because i think that time he's gonna be like 24 that time so like it is it's a crazy jump from him being maybe that time a third year starter. So like that, that that's something that I could see happening. I'm not sure how you guys feel about it, but I could see Tyler Hero jumping um really, really big, taking a big jump pretty soon. Shea did that. And I'm not putting Tyler Hero in the same tier as Shea. That's that's how I feel about it. I like Tyler Hero, he might take that jump. But I don't think it's going to be that significant of a jump. Like, 25 a game is ambitious, in my opinion, for a guy like Hero. Like, I feel like, what's the average now? Like, uh, what's the average? 21 per game? Um, I don't know. Like, it's he's either going to stay on that number, or he's it's going to take him more than, like, two seasons to, like, increase that number, in my opinion. Like, it's just... I don't know. I just don't see him like being like a true number one option. Like, you know, depending on where he goes, like if he does get traded in the trades, you know, supposedly per game. I, I don't know. A true number one option. I just don't see that necessarily in Tyler. I, here. I think he's going to be like a number two. Honestly, like wherever team he's going to go to, I think he's going to be a number two. Like I'm saying San Antonio because I think. You know, with a young team like that, he's going to take more responsibility because he's going to be the most experienced guy there. So I think – I don't think San Antonio is going to be good, you know, for the next couple of years. But until, you know, Wembley and everybody um, figure it out and put it together. So I think Hero will be perfect in that place, I think. Because if he goes to Brooklyn, I don't think he's going to be able to get, you know, his full potential. But that would be a great team for him, you know, to develop himself. Or Toronto, you know, like how those those teams in Toronto are like, they play pretty hard and, and they're like pretty try hard, honestly. So like, you know, any of those destinations will be nice. I think San Antonio will be perfect for. Him. I don't think this take is bad. It's just, it's just ambitious. I got both NFL and NBA hot take. So let me go to my first hot take with the NFL. I've been watching uh, training camp in the Jaguars, and um, Calvin Ridley just – Calvin Ridley looks like he has not lost a step at all. Calvin Ridley looks like a wide receiver one. He looks like, like obviously, the wide receiver one for the Jacksonville Jaguars. So my hot take is I think Trevor Lawrence is going to finish top three 
in the MVP race this year because I think Calvin Ridley is going to – he's going to have that same effect. I think Calvin Ridley is going to have the same effect as Stephon Diggs did with J- Josh Allen because Calvin Ridley is a true wide receiver one. He is a true wide receiver one. And the and what the Jaguars did last year, coming back and now adding Calvin Ridley to that offense, Trevor Lawrence is going to finish top three in the MVP in the MVP race this year. Thanks to Calvin Ridley. I think he's going to have the same effect that Josh at that Stephon Diggs had with Josh Allen. And my second hot take, I saw this thing on ESPN that really makes me mad, but it's ESPN. But the NBA, they are favoriting. Let me let me see this again. Let me let me let me see this this BS again that ESPN ESPN did. They have the Denver Nuggets. They have the Denver Nuggets. They have the Golden State Warriors. They have the Phoenix Suns ahead of of the Los Angeles Lakers. Can somebody tell me why? Eighteen, obviously the Los Angeles Clippers too. Now I'm going to break this down into the Los Angeles Clippers. You could say the Phoenix Suns because they have Bradley Beal, but they still don't have a bench, so I don't trust them. But the Golden State Warriors. Can anybody tell me how did the Golden State Warriors get better this offseason? They traded for a 38-year-old Chris Paul. They traded Jordan Poole, a 24-year-old Jordan Poole, for a 38-year-old Chris Paul. Can somebody tell me how the Warriors, with the Lakers beating them in the playoffs, how are they favored over the Lakers who got I, I can explain. So, ahead, I can explain. This is this is something that I was like thinking about because I thought the Warriors needed like like length and size. I felt like they need to, to they need a big man, really. But what they did, I feel that might be helpful for them is adding a playmaker off the bench because I think CP3 is going to come off the bench. He's not going to play those big minutes that he play every year that ends him up getting injured. Basically. I think with the second unit with Kaminga and you know, those other guys, those young guys, I think he's going to be able to like, you know, develop them more. I think he's going to be like a great playmaker to get those guys involved when Steph and Clay is on the bench. I think that's something that the Warriors didn't have the last two years, I felt. Even when they won the championship, there was a little bit of question marks with that. And that was one of their question marks, but their biggest question mark was length and size. But I think that playmaking off the bench gives Steph and Clay extra rest. You could say that. To add on to that point, GI, to add on to that point, let's just all pray that the Warriors come, say, trade deadline. Let's all pray that you they do not like trade for like a, a high volume three points three and D guy. Like that would that would be bad. Like at that point, especially if everyone stays healthy exactly. for the Warriors this year, at that point exactly. that would be very scary, in my opinion. You know what? Exactly. Guys, I'm gonna give you a name right player? now. Exactly. You know I don't what would be a scary like, that player would be scary. But you, you want to know what would be a scary player because for them, I feel. It's not like the typical name, but I think Siakam will be perfect for that team because he gives them the defense that they need, the length they need, and he can also shoot as well. That would be deadly. One at the end of the day, like the Warriors, I think what makes because I, I, I like the trade like for, for Paul for Paul, like, you know, 
obviously, you get a 38-year-old Chris Paul, but Jordan Poole, he's 24 years old and obviously arrogant as hell. Like, the dude thought he was Steph Curry, like, trying to hit game-winning, like, three-pointers from, like, 30 feet out. Like, relax, pal. There's a reason you're in Washington now. Um, You know, alluding to what Gianni said, you get that playmaker to lead the second unit now in Chris Paul. You know, you can keep that core of Dre, Steph, and Clay, or uh, Dre, uh, yeah, Dre, Steph, and Clay in the first unit. And that second unit, Paul can run. You know, you get a guy like Siakam, you know, you can plug him into that first or second unit, and up being a star that that works with second unit. That that's a championship team right there. Like we know what the Warriors are capable of when healthy. Like we we know what they're capable of. I would say overall roster. If you ask me, who has like the best overall roster in the West right now? It's probably the Lakers from top to bottom. You know, because they have the bench that the Suns don't. Um, you know, but this is. It's just a valid hot take is, yeah, the Warriors, or, or I, I forgot what even the hot take was about. It was about the, uh, it was about the Lakers. Um, but yeah, the Warriors, the Warriors, like, if they get like a 3 and D guy off the bench, like that would be very, very scary. Golden State. Still not better than the Lakers, but whatever. All I'm saying, Tolu, I don't read too much into that stuff. It was a 0.3% chance we was going to make the playoffs, correct? Okay. I don't care about none of their predictions. That don't matter. PC? I ought to take this week. It's controversial. Damn it. Something that needs to be said. Something that people need to accept. Something that people need to acknowledge. Something that people need to understand and realize. Fact of the matter is that my hot take... Coleslaw is a top three side dish. I don't care what y'all say. Get put Coleslaw and Coleslaw is a top three side dish. <laughs> hey, I mean, see. You trolled the You will silence you on this one. Y'all got silence the truth on this one, damn it. All right. Coleslaw is an excellent side dish. Especially homemade Coleslaw, okay? Don't go to fast food places like, like Popeyes and KFC and expect to get a good Coleslaw. All right, first of all, why are you ordering Coleslaw from a fast food place? All right, if you don't like it to begin with, why do you think that a fast food place is going to have good Coleslaw? All right, it's sticky, it's gooey, it's, it, it's high, it, it, it's gross, all right? You're not going to get good Coleslaw from a fast food restaurant, all right? You need to get that homemade Coleslaw. From your mama, from your papa, wherever you get it, all right, you can make it yourself or, or get it from like a high quality restaurant where you know that the food's going to be good, all right. But it's a problem with, with the, the perception with people in coleslaw. Like people think, like, oh, because you know, Keynes has like very bad coleslaw or mid coleslaw, it's, it's, it's bad. No, no, you see, to open up your palates, all right. This was it is it, this is exactly I know I know that this narrative that cold salt is bad. Sorry, because like people that only eat chicken tenders and fries, all right, are saying that because they went to a, a place like KFC or Popeyes and got it and thought, uh, this shit was trash. No, it's not trash. It's not trash at all. It's also a top three side dish. Oh, the whole bowl of that. Homemade. That's my hot take. What do you got against people who eat? Chicken strips and fries. Open up your palates. Open up your your palates. That's yeah. right. Yeah. But honestly, PC, like, you charging you're, you're me grown, wrong. You're grown as hell. I, so I mean, I'm just not chicken and fries. Sorry. You go to Gordon Ramsay's restaurant. You think they're gonna offer you chicken and fries? Come on now. 
Yes. That's you think they're going to offer you coleslaw? <laughs> I'm not going. Coleslaw is disgusting, like, yes. man. Coleslaw is disgusting. disgusting. You're disgusting, Brad. You're just, no. It's the same dude that said they eat tomatoes raw. Come on now. Okay, first of all, I put salt. First of all, I put salt on tomatoes, and it tastes Ew, good. better than cold. Disgusting. disgusting. You That's eat it. it yeah, something. Get the tomato, and then you pour it, and then you bite it. No, that's not, no, okay, I'm not a fucking, no, okay, I take, uh, that's what I okay, so, back in the day. no, so what, okay, well, what I used to do, I haven't done it in a while, so let's just get that clear, but I used to take slices of tomatoes, and I used to put salt and pepper on it, and I used to eat it, it's good, that's you. it's healthy too, bro, you know, like, it's good, you're eating coleslaw, you're eating coleslaw, coleslaw is much better than raw tomato, Honestly, disgusting, you know something? Guys, if we ever meet, I'm going to say something. If we all went out to eat something, I, I'll say now we'll get some pizza. Simple. Oh, I'm tired of pizza. This makes, look, this makes sure PC, PC can't pick the restaurant. That's all I know. PC cannot pick the restaurant. Pick an excellent restaurant. My, Nothing fancy. Nothing fancy. What? No, I'll, I'll be taking all of you to McDonald's. I ain't taking all of Like PC, you, you, you I mean, eat celery sticks too. I'm very what? basic. PC, do you eat celery sticks too? If it's on the plate, sure. Ew. I don't go out my way to eat celery. Like, I go out my way to eat cold. Oh, God. If it's on the plate, it belongs in the garbage. You, you can simply put it in the garbage. No. I'm not, all right, I'm not eating celery like raw like that's that's just that's just how oh, you put ranch on it yeah put ranch or blue cheese on it i'll eat it let see top three though like it's good don't yeah. get me wrong but top three is crazy like no mashed potatoes no sweet potatoes no peas hey, oh, as far as say it's top two for me i said it um can we just you're literally making it worse you're making and move it worse on. Thank you. at this point i don't know you guys are disgusting eaters. We get it. Let's move on. Thank you. That's oh, I can make a lot of jokes about your taste buds solo, but we're not going to go there. Today. I don't. I don't like coleslaw. My taste buds are totally fine. Hey, see, his so. <laughs> My what? Huh? What you say? Oh, and uh, let's, let me just let me just get to editing of this episode. Episode one thirty five is in the books, people. Um. Yeah, thank you all for listening to We Eat Sports Podcast this week. Um, make sure you go and check out We Eat More Sports. Uh, episode 5 was posted to before SummerSlam uh, this past weekend, literally like an hour before, so we could give out our predictions. Uh, you can find out if we did good or bad on the predictions or not. So we also talk about the MLB trade deadline, winner and losers. Uh, so go and check out Episode 5. Check out Episode 6 that's dropping this weekend. Um, Make sure you follow our Twitter slash X and our IG at WHS underscore podcast and our YouTube and TikTok at We Hate Sports. Follow up one, check up on them. Appreciate them. Tell them that you love them. Like, yeah, I I feel like I I say that like a broken record. Um, Sometimes I may feel like a broken clock when I say that, but uh, like I mean it when I say it, man. Like, you know, no matter what you're going through with a relative, no matter what like problems or issues you may have with like that person, just know like it's just it's not worth it. Like whatever you're doing 
with that person, whatever you're going through with that person, it's just not worth it. Um, just, just get through it. Um, yeah. So check up on that person that you care about. Uh, and stay hydrated as well. Um, yeah, that's, uh, <laughs> that's really what I want to talk about this week. Y'all, I'm pretty sure, all seen the Montgomery, uh, the Montgomery boat battle at this point. Um, you know, keep your keep your hats in check. Keep your chairs in check. All right. You see that hat go up in the air? This specifically for the black people now. You know what time it is. That's all I got to say this week. We'll see you in episode 136. Slowly losing my mind every time this man sends something or says something to me. What's what, what, I, you were made in a lab, Tolu? I want you to know Why you weren't like I joke about like, a lot. Of, like, I, I try to like end up like a different village from Africa that every single. You were made in a lab by white people to annoy a black person like me. I'm convinced. I'm convinced. Like, what is that? Like, why do you have that? Why do you have that just saved in your phone? Uh, that was Mook's screenshot. That is not mine. You're That's so, who? So abysmal, you don't know who it's moves, bro. Shut up. Uh, yeah, we're done here. Uh, we'll yeah, see I have so many questions for I don't know. The feds will never catch me. I have specific files of every one of y'all screenshots on my phone. I got Gianni's, I got Peace, I got Desi's, I got TK's, all in a separate no, folder. I got all of them. Well, right. Tolu, I can hack your phone and delete. I've everything. never said anything crazy, so you don't have anything of me. Okay, we're not gonna oh, lie. Okay. We're not gonna oh, just lie. Say less. Okay, say I have an album of you. Oh, brother. Can here, here. Okay, can you yeah, I, I don't need to be jumped right now. Thanks. <laughs>